Welcome to Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle, the only podcast where you'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made more money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more, go to writeyourbookinaflash.com. Now, let's welcome today's guest, Melanie Benson. How are you, Melanie? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Dan. So nice to connect after all these years. We'll be talking about a topic that everyone is dying to know about, and that is how to use podcasts to sell your books by having a book tour. And you're the expert. So tell us more a little bit about yourself. Uh, Thank you. Well, I'm known as an authority amplifier, and I host a podcast called Amplify Your Success. I work specifically with people who are building a business around their expertise. So they've got a service, they've got a program, they've got a body of work that they know is going to help solve a big costly problem for others. But they tend to have one big problem, Dan, and I'm sure you see this all the time, that they have less visibility and less uh, authority positioning and a lot more need for clients. So there's, they're looking for ways to get in front of more audiences, in front of more buyers, in front of more people who are going to get the, you know, open doors to more opportunity. And uh, so that's what we're going to talk about today. And that's where I think podcast guesting gets so exciting. Yeah, it really is. You know, a lot of people, a lot of authors want to have book tours and they think of going to Barnes and Noble and having friends over and parties and whatever, but they might be overlooking podcasts. Can you tell us what some of the advantages of doing a podcast would have for an author doing a launch? So I think of podcasts as another form of media. It, a lot of podcasters are now really um, like they're getting media passes. They're considered a form of, of uh, uh journalism, I guess you might say. But what I find so exciting about podcasting is that podcasts are literally available 24-7. They uh, don't go away once they're aired. I mean, the host would have to literally take down all of their content, which nobody ever does. So they live forever on whatever platform they're being aired on. They are accessible in all kinds of environments. So you can be on your uh, Amazon speaker, your your Alexa speaker, you can be on your smartphone, you can be on a tablet, you can be on your computer, and you can listen to a podcast. So whether you're walking the dog, uh, running on the treadmill at the gym, uh, driving across town, or maybe even across country on your summer vacation, you have the ability to listen to a podcast, which means there is an enormous amount of opportunity to bond and connect with a listener as a featured guest expert. But Dan, there's actually one other piece of this, and I think this is where there is a growth potential that opens the door for anybody who's an author or they're a fellow podcaster or they've got material, they've got you know coaching program, whatever. There are over a million active podcasts as we went into the beginning of 2021. And that means your competitors, your colleagues, and uh, people who are community leaders to communities you have never been exposed to are actively searching for great content, just like you, our listener, uh, have to offer. So they are hungry for great content. So that's creating an opportunity for you. Fantastic. When should you start thinking about a podcast tour and 
contacting podcast hosts. So this is a really important piece of this puzzle. I get pitched a lot by people, even friends who have a a book coming out and they're like, Hey Mel, can you bring me on the show uh, so I can talk about the book? And what happens is the more popular podcasters, especially the ones that are really good at batching their time, they have episodes lined up for 12 weeks to sometimes six months. So I think it's really important to plan ahead. Uh, You want to think at minimum 90 days out, if not six months out and start lining up your podcasts. Now you might want to use a podcast booking service. You might be doing this just like rallying some colleagues and friends who already have a podcast that you know about, but you need to think in advance because uh, if you want your book to come out about, sorry, if you want your podcast episodes to air about the time that your your book comes out, you've got to think in advance and try and pre-schedule that with the host. And a lot of hosts are willing to do that, but not if you're approaching them at the last minute. Good point. You mentioned that there are thousands or tens of thousands of podcasts now. And how do you figure out the best ones for your book? Yeah, that's, um, so this is a, this is something um, that I teach in some of my programs because this is really uh, being on all podcasts is not the goal. Now we like the buzz. We like the momentum. It's a great authority positioning tool to be featured on top podcasts, but look, we want to do this to maximize your return on time, like return on effort. It is effort to schedule the 15 to 20 minute to an hour conversation. You are going to be putting time and energy into sharing that episode later. You want to make sure that the podcasts you're being featured on are getting you in front of potential book buyers or potential clients, right? And so I like to look at Who are the people that host an audience that are A, my colleagues that I know serve a similar audience, or B, my competitors, who, if I can research their podcast and maybe propose a topic that is not the same thing that they teach and solves a problem that they normally create, they are a hundred times more likely to book me on a podcast, then if I just go to my competitor and say, Hey, would you mind emailing that my book came out? So, um, but that does Dan also bring up the whole concept of the book itself and why I think podcasts are such a great way for uh, you to get more exposure during your book tour and to sell more books is nine out of 10 times a popular podcaster. If you have a book coming out is more likely to book you than not. And there are actually some podcasts that specifically look only for authors. So they'll only feature you if you are an author. And I think what it is, is it's a great authority calling card. It says, I have a body of work. I'm publishing this body of work and I'm getting a book out there. And it gives something really substantial to lean on in the interview and for the credibility for the host to say, I've got the author of so-and-so book joining me today. So um, I think it, podcasting is a really powerful platform to creating that evergreen presence around your book, but also creating that buzz and momentum during the launch itself. Excellent advice. You know, podcasters get so many requests for guests and only so limited amount of time, what can you do to stand out from the crowd? Well, 
there's three things. One, having the book itself is definitely going to give you a leg up. So that would be one pillar of standing out. Um, the second thing, this is something that uh, is a common mistake. As a matter of fact, I've gathered and researched what makes a good podcast guest and what makes it go viral and helps people get sales and what makes it really dead and have no no life. And one of the mistakes people make that just cuts the energy on the podcast is they don't have a magnetic title and they've got something that's so vanilla or so generic that it doesn't really pop. And when you're thinking about the topic you're going to pitch, don't just pitch your book name, pay attention to what the podcast is about and try to craft a version of your key concept in your, that your, that your book refers to. And pitch that to the guest or to the host, try and make it really fit their model of the world. And I think that's one of the ways that actually helps you get people listening. Cause think about a podcast experience. They're just scrolling through all the episodes. Most people listen on a device. And so they're like, okay, let me catch up on amplify your success today. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Ooh, that title looks interesting. And that's how people listen. So you want to like have something that really pops. So uh, avoid that common mistake. Uh, find a way to magnetize your title. And then I think the the third thing that happens is people just talk about their book and they don't really take the time to kind of like craft some conversation elements or some kind of a formula or what I call a showstopper that meets the uh, theme of the podcast so that it there is like again there's a bridge being built between the the like the model of the world the the podcast listeners are usually in that their host has cultivated over time and what you're talking about and it takes a little extra effort but the output the result is amplified a hundred times over and that's where you get those raving fans who come and buy your book fantastic mel you know i was wondering when you're on the show itself are there any fatal flaws that you've seen people make that would just, you know, kill the buzz and turn people off. And conversely, what should you do to build the buzz and build rapport with the audience and the uh, host? All right. How long we got, Dan? Because I got like a whole workshop. Okay. No, no, we can't get into the workshop. All right. Fair enough. (laughs) You know, um, again, so I cover a lot of them and I'll be happy to share this resource with everybody here in a minute. Um, A couple of the biggies, and I've, I've had authors come on my show and they're so smart and they're so valuable and they're so talented, but they somehow kind of get all wrapped up in what I call a long-winded story. Here's my advice. And when I'm coaching and mentoring people on how to craft a really compelling talk to give on podcasts or stages or wherever they are, one of the things I always tell them is don't tell long-winded stories that don't build momentum. It's like a story needs to teach it needs to inspire and it needs to uh, get somebody so intrigued that they become invested in wanting more from you. And in this case, we're talking about a book, but if you didn't have a book, it might be getting your freebie or wanting to book a consult, right? It's like, we've got to tell stories that build that energy up and make them want more from you. And so what happens, and I had this one person come on my podcast, super smart guy, but he told the longest stories that went nowhere. And I, and I remember thinking when I was recording the episode, like, 
where's it going with the story? <laughs> and so if I'm questioning it, you know, the, the listeners are, and this person later came back to me and he said, can you coach me on how to really craft a compelling conversation? Because obviously you're doing something differently than I am. Cause he was going on all these podcasts and not getting a red scent, not, not enough opt-ins, not enough people reaching out and wanting more. Like it was just, it was not working and it could have. And, and that really was a big part is recraft crafting the way he tells his stories. Perfect. And that leads into our final question. You've done the podcast. What can you do to promote that podcast and monetize that podcast? Well, this kind of goes into one of my um, golden pillars, if you will, of being a really great podcast guest, because we do want to borrow the audience of the host, but the juice, the the long-term momentum that you get is what you create. And so there's five steps that I teach, but we don't have time to get into all of it. So let me just hit the high note is when you get a podcast, do two key things. If you have a media page and it's a high profile podcast, post the podcast on your media page with a link to it. And the second one is put it into your social media rotation. Your audience, your social media audience are dormant leads. If they've not activated an action with you yet, they're dormant. But what can happen when you share this authority boosting podcast episode is they go, oh, I didn't know Dan did this, or I didn't know Melanie was an expert in this. They listen and they wake up and then they tune into you and your message and usually will become a hot prospect or at least get on your lead on your uh, get at least get on your list. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off there. I have my apologies. Now, why don't you tell us who your ideal client is and how they can get in touch with you? So my ideal clients are coaches, uh, service professionals, consultants, trainers, people who are building a business around their expertise and they're looking for ways to expand their visibility. So they get more opportunities, which will lead to more client sales Podcast guesting is one of those uh, pillars that we teach, but I teach a lot of different strategies. And the best way to get started is, is like, I would love to share one of my favorite tools. It's the 17 common mistakes that guest experts make on podcast interviews and virtual events that cost them the lead or the client. And you can get that at melaniebenson.com forward slash Dan Janelle. So we made it just for your audience. And when you download that, what you're going to find is the 17 things I saw people making mistakes around that were keeping them from getting those clients and getting those other opportunities to come out of it. And there's simple things that you can just tiny little tweaks will have a huge impact on your results. And that's what I want. I want you to get on these podcasts. I want you to sell a ton of books. Tiny little tweaks are going to help you accomplish that faster. Thank you very much, Mel. This is fantastic. Thanks, Mel. That was fantastic. Thank you for having me, Dan. Thank you for listening to the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast with Dan Janelle, the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. If you're ready to take your next step to write the book that can transform your business, I invite you to schedule a free, no-obligation consulting call with me by going to writeyourbookinaflash.com. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.